0: The ACB Braille Forum, Volume 55, November 2016, Number 5 Published by the American Council of the Blind Read by Jennifer Ivers and Thomasine Berg Be a part of ACB The American Council of the Blind, trademark, is a membership organization made up of more than 70 state and special interest affiliates. To join, contact the National Office at 1-800-424-8666. Contribute to our work. Those much-needed contributions, which are tax-deductible, can be sent to Attention Treasurer, ACB, 6300 Shingle Creek Parkway, Suite 195, Brooklyn Center, Minnesota, 55430. If you wish to remember a relative or friend, the National Office has printed cards available for this purpose. Consider including a gift to ACB in your last will and testament. If your wishes are complex, call the National Office. To make a contribution to ACB by the combined federal campaign, use this number 11155. Check in with ACB. For the latest in legislative and governmental news, call the Washington Connection 24-7 at 1-800-424-8666 or read it online. Listen to ACB reports by downloading the MP3 file from www.acb.org or call 605-475-8154 and choose option 3. Tune in to ACB Radio at www.acbradio.org or by calling... 605 Learn more about us at www.acb.org Follow us on Twitter at, at ACB National, or like us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash American Council of the Blind Official Copyright 2016, American Council of the Blind Eric Bridges, Executive Director Sharon Lovering, Editor 1703 North Beauregard Street, Suite 420, Alexandria, Virginia, 22311 Table of Contents President's Report to the Convention, Part 3 by Kim Charlson. Voting in ACB, The Tip of the Iceberg, Part 1, by Jeff Tom. Inside the Nugget, by Janet Dickelman. Ready, set, apply for the DKM First Timers Award, by Alan Casey. Get ready to bid at this year's holiday auction, by Carla Rushevel. There is no place like home for holiday shopping by Carla Rusheville. A letter from the ACB president. Affiliate and committee news. Passings. Here and There. Edited by Sharon Strakowski. High Tech Swap Shop. Are you moving, changing addresses? Contact Sharon Lovering in the ACB National Office, 1-800-424-8666 or at acb.org s-l-o-v-e-r-i-n-g at acb.org and give her your new address. ACB Radio has a new and improved website. Come see for yourself at www.acbradio.org. Keep up with the most important ACB news and announcements without any other chatter. Subscribe to the ACB Announce Listserv. Send a blank email to announce-subscribe at acblists.org or visit www.acblists.org slash mailman slash listinfo slash announce and type your email address and name where indicated. President's Report to the Convention, Part 3 by Kim Charlson I need to comment briefly on developments surrounding ACB's efforts regarding accessible currency. On May 16, 2016, ACB expressed our deep concern and disappointment over continued delays by the U.S. Department of the Treasury, which reported to the Court further delays in implementation of accessible tactile paper currency to as late as 2026, 13 years past the initial timeline set forth by the Court in ACB v. Paulson. ACB is extremely upset that shortfalls in security and anti-counterfeiting measures are being used to push back accessible paper currency an additional six years. If our country can create a space program and put a man on the moon in less than nine years, the government should be able to figure out how to make paper currency both secure and accessible in less than twice that time. On June 9, 2016, ACB filed a motion in the U.S. District Court in the District of Columbia to require the U.S. Department of the Treasury to act judiciously and expeditiously in order to release accessible currency by December 31, 2020. Our motion to the judge who upheld the 2008 decision that the U.S. must make currency meaningfully accessible affirms our great displeasure that the Treasury Department is taking entirely too long to bring accessible currency online. When the court ruled in 2008 to uphold our right to equal access, the expectations were that it would take three to five years, not almost two decades. The Department of the Treasury claims that the delay is not due to making currency accessible, but rather over concerns about counterfeiting advancements. The court ruled in 2008 that the next currency design should be made accessible under Section 504 of the Rehabilitation Act of 1973, which asserts all federal government programs and practices must be accessible to people with disabilities. Historically speaking, the government tries to address counterfeiting by redesigning currency every seven to ten years, and the court took this into consideration when establishing its timeline, which makes the delay even more disconcerting on so many levels. I want to publicly thank our attorney on this case, Jeffrey Levitke, for his persistence, determination, and dedication to our cause, and the latest motion— Stay tuned to hear more updates from the court. While we appreciate that staff from the Bureau of Engraving and Printing will be in the exhibit hall continuing to distribute currency readers to those who have not received one as a part of the Meaningful Access Program, the fact of the matter is that we in ACB are compelled to take our case for accessible tactile currency to the courts for further action. Now, let me shift to television and audio description. ACB continues to dedicate resources to its world-famous Audio Description Project, ably directed by Dr. Joel Snyder and with oversight from the ACB Audio Description Project Steering Committee, chaired by Dan Spoon. We continue to develop and grow the Audio Description Project website and Facebook page. If it's about audio description, you'll find it on the website. Please visit www.acb.org ADP and Friend ADP on Facebook. Some audio description project highlights include Providing weekly updates on audio-described DVDs and Blu-ray discs for sale. 63 to date in 2016, almost a 30% increase over this time last year. Providing a full schedule and updates on TV shows airing with audio description. ABC, CBS, Fox, and NBC now offer over 50 TV series with description, a 25% increase over 2015. Plus, there are an equal number on all the other stations combined, not counting the many described programs on PBS. Updating and adding numerous entries to our performing arts, movie, and museum locations with A.D. Publishing articles on the expansion of A.D. on television to 60 markets. Hawaii's Mandate for Movie Description and a new AD tour sponsored by our own Audio Description Project at the United States Holocaust Memorial and Museum. Joel Snyder's ACB published The Visual Made Verbal will be released this year in Portuguese, Polish, and Russian. Audio Description Institutes In February, for the second time, we sponsored our intensive three-day training for prospective describers in conjunction with the ACB mid-year meeting. Later this week, we will hold our 10th Audio Description Institute right here in Minneapolis. Speaking of Minneapolis, much of the ADP's planning has focused on the 4th ADP Conference for Audio Describers and Audio Description Consumers. A special feature is the mentorship program where audio describers pair up with ACB members to get a first-hand look at the needs of audio description consumers. We match the description professionals with mentors who are blind to help them more fully understand why description makes such a difference in understanding media, events, museums, movies, and television. With a more broad focus toward access, we saw a major development from Disney Pixar with the release of its Disney Anywhere app, which allows consumers to download AD tracks for select movies and listen to them in the movie theater using their own smartphones. ACB was pleased to nominate this initiative for an FCC Chairman's Award for Advancement in Accessibility and I was proud to witness FCC Chairman Tom Wheeler present the award to a representative from Disney Pixar just last month in Washington, D.C. Finally, and speaking of the FCC, on May 27th, the Federal Communications Commission published a Notice of Proposed Rulemaking, NPRM, on Expanding Audio Description. This proposed rule would significantly increase access to audio-described programming on broadcast and cable networks. It proposes the following key rule changes. Increase the amount of described programming on each included network carried by a covered broadcast station or multi-channel video programming distributor from 50 hours per calendar quarter to 87.5 a 75% increase. Increase the number of networks required to provide video description from four broadcast and five non-broadcast networks to five broadcast and ten non-broadcast networks. Create a no-backsliding rule so a network would remain subject to the rules even if it is no longer one of the top five or top ten ranking networks and require video programming distributors to provide proper customer support contacts in order to improve consumer access to video description. ACB has long been the leading advocate for audio-described television content, and we have submitted excellent comments on the rulemaking. We need your further assistance. ACB and the ADP are conducting a survey to get some important research data from you, the consumers of description on broadcast cable television, mobile apps, streaming services, and film. Please take the time to complete the survey and encourage other ACB members and friends to do the same. The survey link can be found on www.acb.org. ACB has also been working with Netflix and Disability Rights Advocates, a disability rights law firm in Berkeley, California. In May, ACB, the Bay State Council of the Blind, and individual advocates reached an agreement with Netflix to continue to make accessible the movies and videos offered through the Netflix video streaming and DVD rental subscription service. Under the agreement, Netflix will provide audio description for many popular titles in its streaming and disc rental libraries. Netflix will also provide audio description for the Netflix original shows that Netflix has begun distributing, such as House of Cards and Orange is the New Black. Netflix has also committed to make its website and mobile applications accessible to individuals who are blind and use screen-reading software. Netflix's goal is to expand the availability of its services to the blind community and to increase the availability of audio-described film and television programming. Movies and television are central pillars of American culture. As television and movies are increasingly delivered through streaming and home delivery services, ACB will continue to ensure that the blind community receives access to this content and remain integrated into modern society. ACB continues to make communication a high priority. For those using technology to keep up with information, ACB is there for you, as well as through the new ACB Link app. I am very excited about ACB Link, which has been downloaded by over 1,400 people since its launch last fall. It provides access for iOS device users to a wide variety of ACB information and programming. Version 1.1 was released just last week and includes several nice enhancements. We have heard that there are people wanting an Android version, and we are investigating how it might be possible to do it. I want to acknowledge the hard work of Jeff Bishop, who leads the project, worked with our app developer, and had the vision to bring such an app to reality. It is enhancing communication with affiliates, connecting users with ACB key publications, ACB radio, ACB reports, and other useful features. In closing, the American Council of the Blind and its thousands of members continue to have much work to do over the next several months. But overall, our affiliates and chapters all across this country are making a difference in so many ways. ACB proudly represents all blind and visually impaired people, regardless of economic status or functional ability. We advocate for a wide spectrum of programs and services for people of all ages and capabilities. Our work is important. It isn't always easy, and at times it can be challenging, to say the least. Nonetheless, advocacy, in whatever form it takes, is our charge and our mission When we have victories, they are even more exciting as they are hard-fought and we should celebrate our successes as important steps in our advocacy. Working together, we can continue to make change happen, and I look forward to working hand-in-hand with all of you to make sure our 10,000 dreams for people who are blind become realities. Caption ACB President Kim Charlson, speaking into the lectern microphone, discusses the delays in obtaining accessible currency. She is wearing a red blouse covered by a black jacket with red and white patterned squiggles. Voting in ACB, The Tip of the Iceberg, Part 1, by Jeff Tom More than a decade ago, when I was chairing the ACB Resolutions Committee, I began hearing the drumbeat by those ACB members who felt strongly that we needed to somehow expand the right to vote in ACB elections and on constitutional and bylaw amendments and resolutions to those not attending our annual conference and convention. Suffice it to say that, as chair of the ACB Voting Task Force since its creation early in the presidency of Mitch Pomerantz, I am acutely aware that the advocates for that viewpoint are extremely frustrated that more has not been done to achieve this goal. On the other hand, we are an organization built on long-held and venerable traditions, some of which form the basis of our voting system." It became very apparent from the outset of our task force's discussions of this topic that the potential constitutional changes which incorporating a voting system that would include those not attending the convention would necessitate were unlikely to be adopted by the convention. For those advocates of modifying our voting system to include people not attending our convention, voting task force members see two major obstacles. First, and by far the easiest, is the need to begin making ACB members familiar with existing voting technology that can be used for this purpose. Members need to be aware of both the amazing possibilities that such technology holds and its limitations. In fact, the task force has already begun some initial planning aimed at accomplishing that goal, and this two-part series forms one prong of that plan. However, the reason we have not yet done more to expose members to this technology is because of the far more difficult hurdle, that of the need for people on all sides of the issue to take an objective look into why voting system change may be necessary and the best way to accomplish that change, given both the limitations of affordable technology and the need to do our utmost to honor the democratic traditions of ACB. This two-part series will examine the need for changing our voting system, the principles that should underlay any system that we might adopt, what voting system technology can and cannot do for us, and ideas about potential voting processes for our future. The goal of these two articles, whose genesis arose from a recent task force meeting, is not to supply all the answers, but to engender discussion among ACB members to enable us to eventually make well-informed and wise decisions on the future of the ACB voting process. We begin by an examination of the reasons for changing our voting system. After all, ACB has used a system that, for more than half a century, has served us well, with its use of individual votes and delegate-affiliate voting, but with participation restricted to those attending our annual convention. Voting system change, therefore, should be made only if it is viewed as extremely beneficial for ACB. I want to highlight just a few of the important arguments that have been made for adopting modifications to our voting system that would enable people to vote who are not attending our annual conventions. As you will see, all of these points are, to some degree, interrelated. First, Given the vastly different world in which we live, both technologically and in other ways, as compared to the world that existed when ACP was created, advocates for system change argue that the principle of having the most inclusive and democratic voting process possible speaks loudly for giving non-convention attendees the right to vote in ACP Matters. Such a right was not an efficient or feasible method of operation at the time of our creation. But, advocates argue, that is no longer true given advancements in technology. Secondly, it is well documented that in recent years it has become far more difficult for all member organizations, including business, labor, social and charitable organizations, to recruit and retain members, and ACB is no exception. As the advocates for voting system change within ACB have long pointed out, the extension of voting to include non-convention attendees provides an opportunity to make ACB more participatory in nature and thus more attractive to members and potential members. Thus, at a time when we need to do whatever we can to retain and recruit members, enabling non-convention attendees to participate in elections and policy-making decisions made through our constitutional amendment and resolution processes will benefit ACB. Finally, convention attendance itself is likely to change the way we view our organization. From its beginning in 1961, the ultimate authority in ACB has been its convention. That is why we have a system whereby elections to office and changes to our Constitution and bylaws are the product of voting by individual convention attendees and delegates who vote on behalf of ACB affiliates. For a variety of reasons, including cost, it is likely that convention attendance will slowly diminish over time. As we are all aware, the cost of attending a convention is increasing. Unlike most conferences, members must pay a large part, if not all, of the cost of attending an ACB convention. The ever-increasing costs of convention make it more prohibitive for many members to attend. Moreover, since members must defray their own costs, they must choose between attending an ACB convention and taking a vacation, There will certainly always be members who will, either out of dedication to this organization or as a means of coming together with other persons who are blind or have low vision, attend our conventions. However, when you combine the cost of convention with the changing world in which we live, we must face the reality that, as things stand, it is very possible that we will not even be able to maintain current levels of convention attendance. In my view, whether out of necessity or choice, members will increasingly decide not to attend conventions. It is, therefore, reasonable to argue for changes in our voting system as a matter of fairness and inclusivity and as a means of attracting members and of preventing an ever smaller number of members from making our electoral decisions if conventions decline in attendance." This, however, is really only the beginning of the discussion. Before analyzing what technology can and cannot do for us, it is important to consider the principles on which any voting system that we might adopt should be based. We have already made reference to the goals of having both democratic and inclusive voting processes. For example, the use of delegate votes arguably promotes both of these goals by enabling affiliates to be represented as a whole, rather than having votes strictly limited to the individual votes of convention attendees. With respect to the casting of individual votes, the amendment of our Constitution to require a secret ballot indicates recognition of the need to vote privately and independently. Equally important in order to ensure the fairness of the voting process is the need for security so as to avoid voter fraud. Additionally, many have argued for the need of ensuring that voters be those who have the capacity to make educated voting choices. The twin goals of inclusiveness and having a voter pool that is educated about the choices they are making may or may not be contradictory. When technology becomes part of an equation, the issue of affordability is another factor that must be taken into consideration. Put simply, the importance of having the most desirable election process, however one defines that to be, must be weighed against the affordability of the technology necessary to put that into place. It is, however, not the intent of this article to determine how to best incorporate principles into our voting system that may be competing, but rather to promote discussions about these principles and their application to ACB. In the second part of this series, we will look at current voting system technology, both what it can do and its limitations. We will then examine some of the possibilities for voting system in ACB. Inside the Nugget by Janet Dickelman. The Nugget Casino and Resort in Sparks, Nevada will be home to ACB's 2017 conference and convention. Opening general session will be held Saturday evening, July 1. Come early for our first tours on Friday, June 30, and stay for the final tours on Friday, July 7. During convention week, attend affiliate and committee programming numerous technology sessions, and visit the Exhibit Hall Saturday, July 1 through Wednesday, July 5. Everyone attending the 2017 ACB Conference and Convention will be thrilled with the restaurant choices at the Nugget Casino and Resort. There are food options for all, from fine dining to great meal pricing. The Steakhouse the Steakhouse features beef cut daily at our in-house butcher shop, including certified Angus beef. Come in and see why everyone's talking about our delicious new appetizers, including petite lobster corn dogs with sweet chili ketchup. The Steakhouse is open daily for dinner. The Oyster Bar unquestionably one of the most popular restaurants in the Reno-Sparks area. Both locals and visitors alike seek out delectable dining in the iconic nautical setting. Enjoy classic seafood dishes, as well as our famous seafood stews and velvety pan roasts. It's open seven days a week for lunch and dinner. Rotisserie Buffet with a daily rotation of themes, it's like visiting a different restaurant every day or night. The Rotisserie Buffet is open seven days a week for lunch or dinner. Lunch pricing Monday through Friday is $9.99. Saturday and Sunday brunch, $16.99. Dinner pricing Sunday through Thursday is $12.99. Friday and Saturday evening, dinner is 23 dollars ninety nine cents. Rosie's Cafe Rosie's Cafe isn't just good, it's great. From giant burgers to bountiful breakfasts, salads and steak, you will enjoy a value packed American style meal in a relaxed atmosphere. Rosie's is open around the clock and features delicious daily and late night specials. Gilly's Saloon, Dance Hall and Barbecue The venue features a Western-themed dining experience with a full menu, including bar appetizers, sandwiches, and signature barbecue dishes. There are two exciting bar areas featuring a wide selection of beers and custom cocktails, a dance floor, and the legendary Mechanical Bull Pit. Open Wednesday through Sunday at 5 p.m. Noodle Hut and Sushi Bar Along with your favorite noodle dishes, the Noodle Hut and Sushi Bar features many new Asian cuisine delights like crispy roasted duck, tempura shrimp, spicy orange peel chicken, and Mongolian beef. Now, starting at 5 p.m. daily, you can enjoy fresh sushi choices. Tailgate Deli and Sports Bar A wide range of deli sandwich favorites, plus pizzas, salads, and desserts. The Tailgate Deli offers guests the convenience of a fast deli and the high-quality food that the nugget is known for. Open Monday through Friday from noon to 7 p.m., Saturday and Sunday, 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Starbucks Coffee Stop by Starbucks Coffee and enjoy your specialty drink of choice. Open Sunday through Thursday from 5.30 a.m. to 9.00 p.m., Friday and Saturday from 5.30 a.m. to midnight. Room Service Relax in your room and have your meal come to you. Room Service Hours are 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Thursday, 24 hours, Friday and Saturday. Hotel Details All rooms at the Nugget have refrigerators and safes. Room rates at the Nugget Casino Resort are $89, single or double occupancy, with an additional $10 per person for up to four people per room. Room tax is currently 13.5%. There is also a $2 per day tourism tax added to each room. When you book your reservation, one night's stay will be charged to your credit card. Included in the room rate is the hotel resort fee, which covers round trip shuttle transportation to and from Reno Tahoe International Airport, complimentary wireless internet in guest rooms, daily complimentary bottled water, two bottles per room per day. Unlimited use of the year-round atrium pool. Unlimited use of the fitness center. Full-service concierge. And valet and self-parking in the secured, covered parking structure. To make reservations via telephone, call one 648 1177 and ask for group code GACB17. You may also make reservations online by visiting www.acb.org. Follow the 2017 Conference and Convention link. Staying in touch Once again this year, the Conference and Convention Announce List will be filled with information. To subscribe to the list, send a blank email to acbconvention-subscribe at acblists.org. a c b c o n v e n t i o n dash s u b s c r i b e at a c b l i s t s dot o If you received updates for the 2016 convention, you need not subscribe again. Convention Contacts 2017 Exhibit Information Michael Smitherman 601-331-7740 A-M-D-U-O at B-E-L-L- s-o-u-t-h dot n-e-t 2017 Advertising and Sponsorships Marjorie Beeman 512-921-1625 oleo O l e o five zero 0 at h-o-t-m-a-i-l dot com for any other convention-related questions, contact Janet Dickelman, Convention Chair, at 651-428-5059 or j-a-n-e-t dot d-i-c-k-e-l-m-a-n at g-m-a-i-l dot c-o-m. Ready, set,
1: Apply for the DKM First-Timers Award For more than 20 years, hundreds of ACB members have applied for the Durward K. McDaniel First-Timers Award. 44 applicants from 24 state and special interest affiliates were selected as DKM first-timers and attended the national conference and convention as guests of ACB and the DKM committee. The DKM First-Timers Program encourages leadership growth by offering ACB members who have never attended a national convention the opportunity to share a unique experience, meet and interact with ACB leaders and members, and gain a better understanding of their ability to contribute to ACB and their respective affiliates. Eligible applicants must meet each of the following qualifications. 18 years of age or older, blind or visually impaired, member in good standing of ACB, and never attended a previous national convention. Eligible applicants must submit two letters, a letter of application and a letter of recommendation from the president of their state or special interest affiliate. Additional application details will appear in subsequent issues of the ACB Braille Forum. Applications may be submitted after January 1, 2017, and must be received in the ACB National Office no later than April 3, 2017. Questions should be directed to DKM Chair Alan Casey. M A H A T. M A A C at AOL.com. Alan Casey. Get ready to bid at this year's holiday auction. By Carla Rushavel. Support ACB Radio. Bid and buy at the 5th Annual ACB Radio Holiday Auction on Sunday, December 4. Lots of great items, lots of fun. Lots of ways to listen right from the comfort of your home. The 2016 ACB Radio Holiday Auction is packed with incredible items that are guaranteed to create bidding frenzies. Techies will love the new, classy ACB computer messenger bag with an ACB 11000 MAH power bank inside. Get cooking with an OptiGrill or air fryer. Snap up beautiful holiday music boxes, collectible Lenox ornaments, and a gingerbread house. Choose exquisite jewelry, a handcrafted quilt and collectibles. Dogs will love the folding kennel, handcrafted stuffed labs, and matching stockings for yourself and your doggy friend feast on holiday treats such as C's Chocolates, Brian's Maple Fudge, Patty's Holiday Cookie Balls, Carrie's Muffins, Kathy's Orange Zest Cake, Sharon's Christmas Cookies, and so much more. There isn't space to list all of the amazing items in this year's holiday auction. Follow the Holiday Auction link from www.acb.org for descriptions and photos of all our great items. Complete bidding rules and auction details will be posted on the website by November 15 and will be read on air during the auction. Save the date for the fifth annual ACB holiday auction coming to you live on Sunday, December 4, beginning at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central, 4 p.m. Pacific, from the iHeart Radio Studios in Louisville, Kentucky. Listen on five channels on ACB Radio, www.acbradio.org through the ACB Link iPhone app, and by phone at 605-475-8130. Questions? Contact Carla Rushavel, Auction Chair, at 502-897-1472 or the Minnesota office at 612-332-3242. Thanks for supporting ACB Radio. There's No Place Like Home for Holiday Shopping by Carla Rushevel The holiday season is right around the corner. If you're tired of the crowds and the hassle of getting transportation to and from your local shopping center, check out ACB's virtual mini-mall. You can shop from the comfort of your own home. Free Shipping Shopping at the ACB Mini Mall is easy and convenient, and now it's even better than ever. Order $50 or more in eligible products and receive free shipping. Items that ship via free matter for the blind are not included in the free shipping special. New at the Mall Our durable 600D polyester bag with the ACB logo on the front has a padded sleeve in the main compartment that fits most 17-inch laptops. Also features a pocket for iPad, tablet, e-reader, or other device, and a protective Velcro flap, zip pocket, and pen loop on the front flap, two zip pockets below the flap, and two open side pockets for additional storage. The bag also has an adjustable shoulder strap, plus a top grab handle. Charcoal gray, black. Great for business or casual use. Organize business and credit cards, IDs, medical cards, gift cards, and more in our sleek new aluminum card case. Choose from red, blue, purple, pink, black, silver, or green, all with the ACB logo. Open the case to find six slots that can each hold up to three credit cards. Use a slot for a key and another for some cash and your card case becomes a mini wallet. Card cases also available at special prices for affiliate and chapter fundraisers. Back by popular demand. Those ACB power banks that flew off the shelf at the ACB convention are back. We're also restocked on those big ACB zippered totes. Choose from eight colors. Grab 8 gigabyte to 128 gigabyte flash drives and SD cards, too. All eligible for free shipping on orders of $50 or more. Reminders The mini-mall carries folding graphite and aluminum canes and tips, talking thermostats, and Audio Dartmaster Talking Dart Boards. Buy products through the Amazon.com link on any ACB MiniMall page and support ACB. Follow the link on the MiniMall homepage to an alphabetical listing of currently available audio-described DVDs. Use the Amazon links to purchase. The Price List Our mini-mall price list includes products available online and by phone. New products may be added or discontinued in the online mall prior to publication of the price list, and prices are subject to change without notice. Available in Braille, large print, audio CD, or electronic format. Contact Us Visit the ACB Virtual Mini-Mall by following its link from www.acb.org. Subscribe to the mall email list by sending a blank message with the word subscribe in the subject line to mall-subscribe at acb.org. Reach us by phone at one eight seven seven. Six three zero seven one nine zero, or by email at store at acb.org. A Letter from the ACB President Dear Members and Friends, During this special time of year, I want to extend my personal thanks to each and every one of you for your membership and commitment to the American Council of the Blind. Each of you are important to ACB's success and, as President, I appreciate the time, talent, and energy you have given to our critical work over the past year. If you have supported ACB financially, I thank you for your past generosity. If you are able to do so, I would appreciate any additional financial assistance you can provide. It is only through the support of people like you that our important work can continue and flourish. Let me highlight a few of this year's achievements that your support helped to make possible. Last April, Netflix announced enhanced access for customers who are blind. In a first-of-its-kind settlement, ACB and other advocates reached an agreement with Netflix to make accessible the movies and videos offered through the Netflix video streaming and DVD rental subscriptions. In June, ACB took further action on currency delays, filing a motion in the U.S. District Court in the District of Columbia to require the U.S. Department of the Treasury to act judiciously and expeditiously in order to release accessible currency by December 31, 2020. The petition to the Court was prompted by a recent Treasury update that it would not have accessible currency until as late as 2026. 13 years past the initial timeline set forth by the court in ACB v. Paulson and, as such, is completely unacceptable to the leadership of ACB. ACB launched ACB Link, an iOS app that connects members and friends of the American Council of the Blind. With ACB Link, you can Access valuable resources offered by ACB. Get push notifications designed to keep you in the know. Easily and conveniently connect to state and special interest affiliates. Be informed and entertained by ACB Radio's various channels. Play ACB podcasts on demand and gain valuable information that focuses on dealing with sight loss. ACB Link is intuitive, easy to use, and fully accessible. Over the summer, Executive Director Eric Bridges and ACB reached an agreement with four D.C. taxi companies, Yellow Cab Company of D.C. Inc., Grand Cab Company, Elite Cab Association, and Pleasant Taxi Club LLC to carry out an accessibility initiative to ensure that blind and visually impaired individuals accompanied by guide dogs have full and equal access to taxi services in the District of Columbia, including street-hailed taxicab services. The Accessibility Initiative, pioneered by these four companies, is available for any D.C. taxicab company or driver wishing to voluntarily promote equal access for all their customers. ACB will monitor training, education effectiveness, and compliance by associated drivers with their legal obligations to provide street-hail taxicab services in D.C. Additionally, in a joint letter, All four companies recommended needed changes to D.C. Taxi Commission policies and rules to promote and safely provide street hail taxi services in Washington, D.C. to the visually impaired. Finally, J.P. Morgan Chase sponsored the production of a short informational public service announcement called Spotlight On, which is about ACB and our work that will be airing over the next year on over 350 public television affiliates across the country. Check it out at http://acb.org/ spotlight on Maybe if you watch it, you'll be inspired. Our work continues daily and is performed by tens of thousands of members, the majority of whom are volunteers. Their activities help ACB live its mission to increase the independence, security, equality of opportunity, and improved quality of life for all blind and visually impaired people. These important accomplishments in 2016 represent only a few of the achievements we have all worked hard to see to fruition. With your financial support, we will continue to build on these successes. Please help us continue our efforts with a gift today at whatever level you can manage. Remember, no contribution is too small. Every dollar we receive will make a difference. Thank you in advance for your generosity. Sincerely, Kim Charlson, President P.S. There are several ways for you to donate this year. You can make a check payable to the American Council of the Blind and mail it to ACB at 6300 Shingle Creek Parkway, Suite 195, Brooklyn Center, Minnesota, 55430. You can donate online by visiting this link, https colon slash slash d-o-n-a-t-e dot acb Dot org or you can call our finance office at 1-800-866-3242 however you choose to give we thank you for your generous support affiliate and committee news save the dates for midwest leadership conference Save the dates and plan to join us in Omaha, Nebraska, for the rescheduled Midwest Leadership Conference and Young Professionals Seminar. The dates are August 4-6, 2017, and our host hotel is the Regency Lodge in Omaha. Room rates are $81 plus tax per night. The Conference Plenary Committee and the Young Professional Seminar Committee are hard at work putting together a program with something for leaders and potential leaders of all ages. We are working on a couple of special options for our banquet keynote speaker, so stay tuned. Watch the forum, ACB's email lists, social media, and other channels for information as the conference and seminar draw closer. We hope you'll plan to join us in August 2017 in Omaha. If you have questions, please contact Jim Irak at jjirak at inebraska.com. Questions about the Young Professional Seminar can be directed to Sarah Conrad, SJCONRAD88 at gmail.com. ACBDA thinking about Reno. ACBDA is starting to think about Reno. It sounds early, but time goes faster than we think. If anyone has any ideas for a great speaker, please contact me. My information is at the end of this message. It is nearly time for you to renew your membership. If you are not a member, now is the time to join us. Dues are $10 a year. To join, send a check or money order to Donna Seliger at 915 Ashworth Road, Apartment 208, West Des Moines, Iowa, 50265-3669. Come and join us if you are a diabetic have a family member or friend who is a diabetic, or if you are interested in diabetes. ACBDA has changed the time for its monthly board meetings. We will now be meeting on the third Wednesday of each month. The call-in number is 712-432-3675. Follow the prompts to Room 0. The conference call will still be on the second Wednesday of each month at the same number. The time for both meetings is 8.30 p.m. Eastern. For those who have not heard about our conference call, anyone may call in and talk with us. We try to answer questions from newly blind diabetics or anyone who has a question. If you have a topic you would be interested in talking about, please let me know. I would like to get some speakers to come on and talk to us, so I will be working on that in the next few months. If anyone knows of a speaker on diabetes or something pertaining to the subject, let me know. Come and join us on the second Wednesday and see what we are all about. D. Clayton, President ACB Diabetics in Action. Email D E E C L A Y T O N. 1 at gmail.com Phone 515-848-5007 Come join ACB's family. The holiday season is a time for friends and family, and if you or any member of your family is blind or visually impaired, it's also a perfect time to join ACB Families. When you join ACB Families, you help us to further our mission of providing information and support to families who experience blindness and low vision. This support includes bi-monthly informational teleconferences on topics ranging from accessible gift-giving ideas to financial planning and tax preparation. It includes family-friendly workshops and fun events at each year's ACB conference and convention. Can you say, bingo? It also includes ongoing information and peer support through a family's email list and our Facebook page. The holiday season isn't just a time for friends and family. It's also a time to eat. Last year, ACB families helped two lucky winners to feed their holiday hordes, and back by popular demand, we're doing it again. Become a member for the rest of 2016 and 2017 by registering and paying your dues by 11.59 p.m. Eastern, Wednesday, November 30, and you will be automatically entered to win one of two gift cards, each in the amount of $50. That's a lot of pie or cake. Registering is easy. If you want to register electronically, send an email to carla. 40206 at gmail.com with your name, address, email address, phone number, and level of visual acuity. For example, fully sighted, legally blind, totally blind, or visually impaired. Then, make a payment via PayPal to ACB Families at f-a-m-i-l-i-e-s dot acb at gmail.com. If you prefer the old fashioned way, send all the same information along with a check or money order made payable to ACB Families to ACB Families Attention Adam Rusheville, Treasurer, 148 Vernon Avenue, Louisville, Kentucky, 40206. You can learn more about ACB families by checking us out on Facebook at http: colon slash slash www. slash You can also subscribe to our ACB families email list by going to. H-T-T-P colon slash 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 M-A-I-L-M-A-N slash L-I-S-T-I-N-F-O Viva Seeks New Members Visually Impaired Veterans of America is seeking military veterans. Are you a veteran? Join us! Have you been a member in the past, moved or lost contact with us? Rejoin us. How? Contact David Dowland, Viva's Membership Chair, at d.l.dowland at sbcglobal.net. Include full name, street address, city, state, email address, and telephone number. Passings. We honor here members, friends, and supporters of the American Council of the Blind who have impacted our lives in many wonderful ways. If you would like to submit a notice for this column, please include as much of the following information as possible. Name. First. Last. Maiden, if appropriate. City of Residence, Upon Passing. State or Province of Residence, Upon Passing. Other cities, states, or countries of residence, places where other blind people may have known this person, occupation, date of death, day if known, month, year, age, ACB affiliation, local or state or special interest affiliates or national committees. Deaths that occurred more than six months ago cannot be reported in this column. Philo 2 Reprinted from the Honolulu Star Advertiser July 31, 2016 Philo Kapesi 2, 64, of Honolulu, President and CEO of Blind Vendors Ohana, died in Honolulu. He was born in Utulei, American Samoa. He is survived by wife, Jeanette, son, Tavita, Hanai sons Keith and Bobby Hardy. Hanai daughter Susan Moriwaki. Brothers Tamaoe and Peni Kapesi. And Peni Jennings. Capesi II Jr. Charlie J. Kosi. Aleli Niomata and Sooleoso Gago. Sisters Mafaolo Savea. Fano M. Saveoi. Toetu Mao, Sa T. Ortiz, Malata K. Matu'u, Itala Kapesi, and Leilani Seui, 17 grandchildren and 16 great-grandchildren. Services were held August 6 at Nuuanu Memorial Park and Mortuary. Here and There Edited by Sharon Strakowski The announcement of products and services in this column does not represent an endorsement by the American Council of the Blind, its officers, or staff. Listings are free of charge for the benefit of our readers. The ACB Braille Forum cannot be held responsible for the reliability of the products and services mentioned. To submit items for this column, send a message to slovering at acb.org, or phone the National Office at 1-800-424-8666 and leave a message in Sharon Lovering's mailbox. Information must be received at least two months ahead of publication date. Body Contest from Audio Description Project The American Council of the Blind's Audio Description Project, ACB-ADP, and the Described and Captioned Media Program, DCMP, are co-sponsoring an exciting opportunity for blind and visually impaired young people in three age-range categories from ages 7 to 21. The Benefits of Audio Description in Education Body Contest Kids Love Movies Multimedia experiences are integral to public, private, and special education curriculum. Audio description provides access to all the visual images of the films and videos that sighted young people enjoy. Students choose an audio-described film or video from the more than 6,000 titles available through DCMP. Visit www.dcmp.org or a young person who is blind can borrow an audio described video or film from a library and dozens of audio described films and videos are available for purchase through the acb-adp's website at www.acb.org/adp/dvds.html Reviews can be submitted in writing, in Braille, or via an audio recording. Register for the contest at <tops> http: colon slash slash listeningislearning. dot org slash badie underscore entry dash FORM.html Entries can also be submitted via email or postal mail. Submissions from outside the United States are fine. 2 ACB DCMP Benefits of Audio Description in Education 1703 North Beauregard Street, Suite 420 Alexandria, Virginia. 22311. Email jsnyder at acb.org or phone 202 The deadline for entries is November 30. Winners will be chosen by January 2017 and the grand prize winner will receive an iPad mini. Each first-place winner will receive a $100 iTunes gift card. Second-place winners will receive a $50 iTunes gift card, and third-place winners will receive a $25 iTunes gift card. Each supporting teacher who has a winning student will be awarded a $100 Amazon gift card. Ski for Light 2017 there's still a bit of time to apply for Ski for Light 2017. Visit www.sfl.org to apply for this year's annual Week of Skiing, Sharing, and Learning in Colorado, February 5-12, through 12, 2017. Applications are being accepted on a space-available basis. Holiday Cards Available The Hadley Woman's Board now has Braille holiday cards available. The original artwork, a small forest of Christmas trees created with various colors of paper, some green, some red, some striped, some with handwriting on them, etc., with snow underneath them and a bluish-purple sky, was done by Jennifer James, a mixed-media artist in Hadley's communications department. Matching gift tags are also available. For more information, call one eight zero zero three two three four two three eight or visit 4238 dot hADLEY dot EDU slash H O L D A Y C A R D ACB non twenty four survey. ACB is conducting a survey on non-24-hour sleep-wake disorder. Why? So that we and the research firm can better understand non-24. The survey is brief and is designed to answer some basic questions about non-24, including prevalence, severity, opinions among blind individuals regarding treatment options, and general views on this condition. Survey participants will be entered to win a $100 gift card. The winner of the prize will be drawn at random from the survey participants after the survey closes. To take the survey, visit https colon slash slash com slash r slash Capital N, lowercase O N, two four, Capital S, lowercase U R V E Y, two zero one six. Glucose monitor compatible with iPhone. Apple removed the headphone jack, and Dario Health Corporation, developer of the Dario, trademark, blood glucose monitoring system, announced the first connected glucose monitor to be compatible with iPhone 7's lightning jack. Dario Health is a pocket-sized, all-in-one, digital glucose meter, coupled with a mobile app to manage diabetes quickly, efficiently, and accurately. It connects to your mobile device and automatically logs your blood glucose measurements, giving you the ability to share your results with caregivers and physicians anywhere. There are additional food, emotional, and environmental logs available to provide a holistic look at your health. Dario Glucose Monitoring System for iPhone 7 will launch in early 2017. The kit will include Lancet's, Test strips, and the smart meter. For more information, call 1 895 5921 or visit https://mydario.com. Adult Rehabilitation and Employment Survey. If you are blind or visually impaired, reside in the United States, and are at least 18 years of age, we cordially invite you to participate in this survey. The purpose of this survey is to gain a better understanding of your experiences as an adult who is blind or visually impaired, including your experiences with education, employment, training, and vocational rehabilitation. This survey should not take more than 10 minutes of your time. If you complete this survey, you will be entered into a drawing in which five individuals will win a 100 dollars Visa gift card. To take the survey, visit www.pdrib.com slash ares or email PDRIB two zero one six at gmail.com or call 318-257-2029. Thank you for taking the time to help us understand the experiences of adults with visual impairments. If you have questions or concerns about this survey, contact Edward Bell, Principal Investigator, Professional Development and Research Institute on Blindness at 318-257-4554 or via email, e-b-e-l-l at l-a-t-e-c-h dot e-d-u. Social Security Changes Online Do you use My Social Security Online? If so, you need to be aware of these changes. My Social Security account holders must now use their cell phones in addition to their username and password as another authentication factor during online registration and every sign-in. When you register or sign-in, we send you a security code on your cell phone that you must enter. This new requirement is the result of an executive order for federal agencies to provide more secure authentication for their online services. Any agency that provides online access to a customer's personal information must use multi-factor authentication. We take the security of the public's information very seriously, and we are committed to employing the best technologies and standards available. For more information about these changes, visit https colon slash slash faq.com. S-S-A dot G O V slash L I N K slash P O R T A L slash 34011 slash three four zero one nine slash A R T I C L E F O L D E R slash four six six slash M Y dash S. S E C U R I T Y. Need feedback from Humana members Last year, Humana, ACB, and three blind Humana customers announced that the insurance company had agreed to provide Script talk, talking and braille prescription labels to all members through its online pharmacy and in its seven store locations in Florida. The company also agreed to provide members with alternative formats for all insurance information, including explanations of benefits, EOBs, privacy statements, billing, and other documents. Alternative formats include Braille, large print, audio, and accessible PDF. It's been one year since our agreement was announced, and we want to hear from you about how Humana is doing. If you are a Humana member— Please let us know by emailing laney at lf at lfl or by leaving a message at 510 548 5062. If you are getting talking or braille labels from Humana, please let us know how the system is working. And if you have requested that your insurance documents come in alternative formats, let us know about that, too. We are also interested in hearing about any other accessibility issues with the company. If you are a Humana member and have not asked for accessibility labels or alternative formats, we encourage you to do so today. Humana has been a great negotiating partner with ACB and is very committed to its accessibility initiative. For more information, visit Humana's accessibility page https colon slash slash www dot h-u-m-a-n-a com slash a-c-c-e-s-s-i-b-i-l-i-t-y dash r-e-s-o-u-r-c-e-s Hearn Award Recipient Arlene B. Mayerson, Directing Attorney at the Disability Rights Education and Defense Fund, DREDF, received the American Bar Association's Paul G. Hearn Award for Disability Rights. The ABA Commission on Disability Rights selected Mayerson for her commitment and service as a disability rights advocate. Created in 1999, the award honors the work of Paul G. Hearn, a lawyer with congenital connective tissue disorder who became a leader in the disability rights movement. The award, co-sponsored by Starbucks Coffee Company, was presented at a reception in August. News from Banna The Braille Authority of North America BANA, held its 2016 Spring Meeting, May 19-21. At the meeting, BANA's Board approved the 2016 revision of Braille Formats, Principles of Print-to-Braille Transcription. It is now being prepared for publication and will be available on the BANA website shortly. Hard copy versions will be available for purchase later. The Board also approved an expanded version of Provisional Guidance for Transcription Using the Nemeth Code Within UEB Contexts. It is now available at www.brailleauthority.org slash m-a-t-h-s-c-i-e-n-c-e slash m-a-t-h-dash-s-c-i-e-n-c-e dot HTML. The Board approved another guidance document, Provisional Guidance for Transcription Using the Chemistry Code within UEB Contexts. It will be available soon on BANA's website. BANA recently published the Expanded Braille Music Code 2015. It is available for download in two electronic versions, PDF, and BRF, which are available on the BANA website at www.brailleauthority.org slash m-u-s-i-c slash m-u-s-i-c dot Hard copy versions will soon be available from the American Printing House for the Blind, www.aph.org, or call 1 800 223 1839. New President of the World Blind Union Fred Schroeder was elected President of the World Blind Union in its August General Assembly. For the past four years, Fred has served as first vice president of the WBU and has led an effort to implement international standards for the sound to come from hybrid or quiet cars to make them identifiable by pedestrians who are blind or visually impaired. ACB has worked with Fred on many international issues and looks forward to continuing to support the objectives of the World Blind Union during his term as WBU president. New study finds that blindness will double by 2050. A study published by researchers at the University of Southern California, Roski Eye Institute, in JAMA ophthalmology, found that the U.S. prevalence in visual impairment and blindness is expected to double over the next 35 years. By 2050, the number of Americans with a variety of eye disease and impairment issues, including age-related macular degeneration, glaucoma, diabetic retinopathy, and cataracts, will dramatically increase, impacting both individuals and society. The National Eye Institute-funded study found that by 2050, 16.4 million Americans over age 40 will have visual impairments, compared to 8.2 million in 2015. More than 2 million age 40-plus will be blind, and 6.95 million will have VI by 2050, compared to 1.02 million and 3.22 million in 2015. High-Tech Swap Shop For Sale Three Sony MiniDisc Decks All Model MDS-JB940 Two have remotes, one doesn't. All three are in good condition. Unit 1 has a print safeguards sheet. Unit 2 has a print user's guide and a safeguards sheet. Asking $200 each or best offer. One Marantz Professional Portable Cassette Recorder Model PMD222 has a few scratches on the outside. Takes three D-Cell batteries. Includes two print copies of the user's manual and a connector cable. Asking $50 or best offer. Contact Sharon Lovering at the ACB National Office, 202-467-5081 or via email slovering at acb.org. For sale, two Perkins Brailers. Both have just been reconditioned and are in excellent working condition. Asking $450 for each. Includes carrying case and shipping. Shipping is included for people living in the U.S. Focus 40 version 3.70. Asking $250. Comes with print and Braille users' manuals. Contact Tom Hansen via email, wmst44 at gmail dot com. For sale, Braille Note Apex thirty two in fair condition, asking two thousand dollars. One Blaze EZ, asking two hundred dollars. One. Odin mobile cell phone in excellent condition with charging cable, cradle, wall adapter, and sim card included. Asking one hundred dollars. One seven port USB hub in original box with cable and power adapter, asking twenty dollars. Two USB wall chargers, one with two ports and one with four asking $5 for the 2-port and $10 for the 4-port. One Money Talks, Money Identifier, batteries included, asking $90. One set of computer speakers, asking $20. Two wired and one wireless USB number pads for use with any computer, asking $7 each for the wired and $9 for the wireless. Two USB PC keyboards, one in original box, $10 each. One USB-powered multi-card reader, asking $15. I accept standard and cashier's checks and will not ship any items until the check clears. Contact Jeff Rutkowski via phone at 651-756-8684 or email at... J R U T K O W S K I seven at g m a i l dot com. A C B officers: President Kim Charlson, second term twenty seventeen, five seven Grandview Avenue, Watertown, Massachusetts, zero two four seven two. First Vice President Jeff Tom, second term. 2017. 7414 Mooncrest Way, Sacramento, California. 95831 4046. Second Vice President John McCann. First term 2017. 8761 East Placita Bolivar, Tucson, Arizona. 85715 5650. Secretary Ray Campbell, 2nd Term, 2017 460 Tree Court, number 3K Glen Ellen, Illinois, 60137 Treasurer Carla Rushevel, 3rd Term, 2017 148 Vernon Avenue, Louisville, Kentucky, 40206 Immediate Past President Mitch Pomerantz, 1115 Cordova Street, number 402, Pasadena, California, 91106. ACB Board of Directors Jeff Bishop, Tucson, Arizona, 1st Term, 2020 Denise Cauley, Lacey, Washington, 1st Term, 2020 Sarah Conrad, Madison, Wisconsin Final Term, 2020 Dan Dillon, Hermitage, Tennessee First Term, 2020 Katie Frederick, Worthington, Ohio First Term, 2018 George Holiday, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania Final Term, 2018 Alan Peterson, Horace, North Dakota Final Term, 2018 Patrick Sheehan, Silver Spring, Maryland, 1st Term, 2018 Dan Spoon, Orlando, Florida, Final Term, 2020 David Trot, Talladega, Alabama, 1st Term, 2018 Ex Officio, Ron Brooks, Phoenix, Arizona ACB Board of Publications Ron Brooks, Chairman, Phoenix, Arizona first term, 2017. Paul Edwards, Miami, Florida, first term, 2018. Susan Glass, Saratoga, California, first term, 2017. Debbie Lewis, Seattle, Washington, first term, 2018. Doug Powell, Falls Church, Virginia, second term, 2018. Ex-officios, Katie Frederick, Worthington, Ohio; Bob Hashay, Waltham, Massachusetts; Burl Colley, Lacey, Washington; Carla Rushival, Louisville, Kentucky. Accessing your ACB Braille and E forums, the ACB E forum may be accessed by email on the ACB website, via download from the web page in Word, plain text, or Braille-ready file, or by phone at 605-475-8154. To subscribe to the email version, visit the ACB email lists page at www.acb.org. The ACB Braille Forum is available by mail in Braille, large print, half-speed four-track cassette tape, Data CD and via email. It is also available to read or download from ACB's webpage and by phone six zero five four seven five eight one five four. Subscribe to the podcast versions from your second-generation Victor Reader stream or from http colon slash slash www.acb.org slash bf slash.